It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I was a-bouncing and a-laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. Well, I can't I'm Stuart Friesen, and you're listening to the Always Race Day podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 109 of the Always Race Day podcast. Uh, I'm Connor Ferguson, here with Damon Helgevald. As always, uh, we are presented by the Carl Auto Group. Uh, if you need a car, you need any type of vehicle to get you from point A to point B, or you just want to buy another one because you want a faster car or a cleaner car, go down on Carl Auto Group. They'll help you out. And I guarantee you, guarantee that you will be pleased uh, with their service. So little bonus episode uh, today. I'm in the office and this is the first podcast I've done in here. This room echoes so much. I can't hear it if it makes you feel better. Yeah, it's on the mic. It's just screwing me up. Put some headphones in. Dude, I don't even have headphones here. I have like one pair of headphones and they're the cheapest thing you could. uh, It was a come and go $5.99. Tell Chris to open you you up some AirPods or something. Oh, I'm strictly against AirPods. Why? Every kid I know that has AirPods just loses them and asks you if you've seen them. Well, can I ask you? My, you boy, seen- my boyfriend does it every day. Have you seen my AirPods? Have you seen my AirPods? I haven't. Are they well, in your ears? I don't have any. Oh, you're, you're lucky. For now. Because next up, after they start, the AirPods are getting popularized. So then they're going to sell AirPod straps that attach to the AirPods. I think they already do. That attach to your phone so that you don't lose the AirPods? You mean like the ones that they used to sell back with the phones? Yeah, but it's two separate accessories that cost thirty nine a piece. Exactly. It's Apple. It's the Apple business model. Ripping on Apple. <laughs> Chris would hate me. He's not even here to defend himself. I know. He's got I, I, I will defend him for you because it's kind of ridiculous. You hate on Apple. They do stuff like that all the time, and then Apple people make fun of Android users because their texts show up a different color. 
Yeah, your text do show up in a, in a different color. It's annoying. The most bizarre thing, and Apple literally designed their system to do that to Android phones. Mm-hmm. It's the most ridiculous, like, asinine cultural thing. Because I can, I can use my phone on the airplane. Okay. In what context? That's all I got. I, I, guess. I don't. I, th- I think I'm, I can use my phone on the airplane, too. I just don't text people. But see, no, I can text people. That's interesting. Can you go on the internet? Uh, I don't believe so. Haven't tried it. I've tried to buy like I didn't want the plane to go down because I got on the I got on the internet. There's no way that's real. I'm convinced. Like, there's another reason. Like, there's no. There's absolutely no way that the technology hasn't come about that we can't just flip all the phones to one channel and the radios to another. I don't know. It's something with interference, and I don't need the giant aluminum tube that if I'm. I'm transporting in. 200 people that could accidentally hit the airplane mode button at the wrong time on their phone, and that will completely change the coordinates of my map. That would be one of the most ridiculous, like risks and <laughs> necessary risks to take in an industry. But the airline industry. I'm glad we touched on this, Damon, because I hate those motherfuckers too. <laughs> uh, noted. Noted. I want. I would like to note the flight attendants are not included in that. They're fantastic people, almost all of them, except for not, no specific one. I just right. can't. Right. If I didn't know if you had say tomorrow, there's an article about a racist flight attendant, and I just vouched for him the day before on my racing podcast. Yeah, kind of covering all bases at this yeah, point. I, you know, you just got to make sure. All right, let's let's talk summary. All right, from flying objects to flying cars. I love this because me and Damon have such great chemistry, and when we're, when we're doing the race recap stuff, it kind of feels like there's more dead air because we haven't talked to each other a lot as a group too much. I, hopefully, it'll get better. That's the plan. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this one, Damon. Fifty six uh, sprint cars set to take part in the. Shane Stewart's Heartland of America showdown presented by Trackhouse. Did you see the trophy that's coming out for that? Yeah, the, yeah, the trophy looks sexy. Badass. I'm excited, man. This is cool. It's almost making me tempted to take the two and a half hour drive that I got. Like I am almost tempted to do it, but um, I just, it's so cool to see some of the names that are going to be there as well. And then some of the full-time names that are listed um, are are even better. But yeah, it, this is this is cool. It's awesome to see you know a lot of World of Outlaw guys getting in there. Uh, this would be the first time, right, that we see them in an event that is uh, not affiliated with the Outlaws. If I'm mis- if I'm not yeah, mistaken, yeah. yeah, it's the first one that anyone's ran that is on the that isn't on the exempt list. Uh, those first two all-star races at Volusia were on the exempt list. Those don't count against you. Uh, mm-hmm. Greg Kenzer by now, if you haven't realized, he has dropped off uh, the full-time tour at least. Uh, but nine World of Outlaws teams uh, are going to be there uh, to try and win uh, the $50,000 uh, first place prize. It's Logan Shuhart, David Gravel, Spencer Based, and Casey Kane, uh, who it is Casey's Kane's, Casey Kane's birthday today. Uh, on Monday, uh, and he just got named to the NASCAR uh, top 75 drivers of all time list. So that was pretty cool. Uh, also, Donnie Schatz, Sheldon Hoddenshield, 
Gio Selzy, Carson Macedo, and uh, of course, series co-owner Brad Sweet using one of his four, uh, I guess, exemptions on there. It's going to be interesting keeping track of that list. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, um, and you know, especially like once we get into these the midsummer portion, yeah. like when they're not going fin- to finish with twenty six full time guys. No way, because there's going to be so many races through the middle of the of the season. Um, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be tough, but I'm excited for it because they don't race every every week either. So, like, once they go into the midsummer, this high limit stuff doesn't race every week, and the outlaws, you know, could we see a couple of them drop out? Maybe I don't know. Some of the back end guys, you probably could see it, but um, it makes monetary sense late in the season. It does. PC Keen dropped off the tour late in the season last year. Right. Like, right. I feel like we kind of overlooked that a little bit because of how late in the year it was. And f- once football starts, you're like, I don't want to say you're struggling for relevancy, but you're really like poking your head out there trying to, you know, get get us in here, get get up to speed. That's That's what sucks about the racing off season is like October, November, and December feel like you are scavenging for mm-hmm. some of these events and then january february and march is still loaded but you get a surge of all of them right in the middle of february yep. you get everything that you don't usually talk about by the summer right at the start and it just well and then the summer hits and it's like every single day something new is happening or there is something that has changed and so um just trying to keep track of of all those things like i honest to god until you said it i did not know that casey kane dropped off this the outlaws tour last year yeah it was like late in the season um didn't even know that yeah uh so i have a good stat for you and i gotta update this and make sure it's still accurate mm-hmm uh, from May 23rd okay. uh, to June 13th, there is a race every single day. Isn't that wild? Except for, except for one day. It's Tuesday, May 30th. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just... July, it's July looks the exact same. I think there's... After the first week of July, there's only one date open. Yeah. So it, I mean, we're going to be covering a ton of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm glad we have those guys to help us this year. Yeah. It'll be a lot of, a lot of fun, a lot of events going on and a lot of, uh, a lot of different places, but you know, going back to this, this high limits race, you know, someone I, I'm looking at the, um, post that they put out this morning about the 56 cars and the very first comment and it's it's so true is it's this event is tougher than a qualifying night at knoxville yeah like look at the field it's stacked there is a good chance a good chance that an outlaw guy does not make the show tonight yeah, some Tuesday night. Or like Tuesday night. Sorry. To, if they're listening to it on Tuesday, yeah. Uh we're gonna get this up. You're gonna be able to hear it Monday evening. So um yeah, whenever you're listening, it's Tuesday night. 
Uh, there's a good chance that a, an outlaw guy does not make just like the, the show. The eight car invert at Knoxville, and you guys know I don't like inverts, but like the way they do their points and like qualifying and, and heat racing. I think he means based on the field. I don't think he means the format. No, I think I know. he's talking the But you're coming after Knoxville Nationals. It, it's the field. Look at the it's, field of the it's, event. It's a really good field. It is. You don't get a majority of the World of Outlaws teams on the same night at a non-World of Outlaws race with 56 cars at it. Um, before we get into more of the field, I've been seeing tweets like since they announced 56 today and they're like, does that mean we'll get some stragglers and we'll be in the 60s tomorrow? Like that, that would be crazy. I, I, Damon, what's the difference between 56 and 64? I get it's eight. I, I don't understand. I don't yeah, understand. It's eight. I don't understand the infatuation with car count. I mean, I, if you took, I think a lot of it's just. If you took eight ARCA cars there tomorrow and, and ran a support show, like would, would people like it? They'd probably complain. They, they love complaining. And I guess I'm complaining about them hyping things up, which is a interesting twist. Um, my, my argument is. They, yeah. You're complaining the, about them complaining. Um, I think, I think though. Go ahead. You're cutting out. That's yeah. I think I think one of it's probably our internet here. Uh, my my argument goes back to look at the field and look at the quality of the field. The car count doesn't tell me anything. There's yeah. Estimate three hundred late model dirt late model teams out there. Okay, if you got the worst, the slowest seventy three of them and stuck them in the same track for a night. It's 73 late models, but I damn sure want the 30 car show on the other side of the country with all the big names in it. To an extent, I think you're still going to see, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. I'm not downplaying this, but I think if there's a show with 73 cars, somebody is going to be there. Right. I don't think you're ever going to see a show where there's a, a big number of cars and somebody not somebody that's a crowd drawer is not going to be there. I think what people are more looking at, not necessarily complaining about the numbers, they might be, I don't know, but I think a lot of it comes down to um it comes down to wanting wanting more. Everybody wants more, right? We just talked about this last night. Yeah, that's fair. Wanting more of of dirt races in the NASCAR circuit, you know, people just want more. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I want to get into more of who's uh, racing full time with these guys because the field's really, really stacked. Um, you have Chase Randall. Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, that's why I wanted to bring up Chase. Sorry. Uh, I wanted to correct myself from the last episode of the podcast. So I was out with some friends on Saturday. I saw the video of what happened between Baylog and Chase Randall. Both those guys are on the high limit tour full time right now. Um, so I saw the video of that in Victory Lane. Apparently, after all that, Chase went to the scales and he was light at the scales. So Austin McCarl was deemed the winner of the race. I had no idea they would do the scales after the finish of 
uh, Victory Lane. Yeah, it's kind of weird that they do scales after Victory Lane. It didn't dawn on me. Someone messaged me, and I didn't even... I had seen that Austin won. I did, too. It didn't even connect in my head because we don't... You know, there's you, usually those names aren't at the Iron Car Series. Well, we don't really follow that yeah, series either, per se. It's not. I mean, so. Sorry, but I, you know, going back to your to your original myself. point. Yeah, going back to your original point of this uh, this field, like there's some big hitters that are full time guys too. Yeah, Brian Brown uh, and Brent Marks both. Uh, you know, Knoxville and. Pennsylvania's uh Rico kind of top drivers and Rico has been insane right now uh with how fast he's mm -hmm. been uh week in and week out like that that's been something that's really cool to see uh our guy Ryan Timms mm -hmm. uh is going to be there as well uh and then obviously Kyle Larson uh, as well as mm -hmm. Hendrick Motorsports teammate Alex Bowman um and all that coming together uh is really cool to see just more guys that you know are uh, fall in love with well, two guys that we completely jumped over tyler courtney anthony macri i mean those are other big big names that uh are getting the full-time you know the, the full-time treatment yeah and our, and our friend that you jumped over parker price miller and, yeah and eric and jenison my, my friend eric jenison he's not a full-time guy He's not oh, full-time. You're right. Well, I, I was looking at the graphic. I'm stupid. Ayrton's not full-time. Aaron Reitzel is, and Parker Price Miller is. Uh, Buddy Kofoid. I mean, there's there's just so many big, big names that are, are full-time. This is it, – it's going to be a good show. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. Uh, I know Carson McCarl uh, is over there too. Brooke Tattnall. Uh, you Knoxville fans are familiar with all those guys. Uh, Ian Austin. Yeah, Ian Madsen, Austin McCarl, Chris Martin. Um, you just look at the list. You keep uh, JJ Hickle. I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. remember his uh, Knoxville Nationals, but that that guy's fun. It's anyone who's everyone is racing this series, uh, and that's cool to see. I think that ultimately is good for the sport. I wish we could find a way to let the Outlaws guys race it, but for what it is right now, I like it and. I hope that the national tours uh, in the like sport wide in dirt racing continue to invest in points funds and invest below 10th, mm -hmm. 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, keep increasing those positions. That's how we get more full-time guys on different tours and it helps a lot of people. So it excites me. I think uh, 50 grand, uh, for the first race, 12 race schedule. I was pulling that up. Uh, 12 race schedule uh, starts Tuesday. Uh, they'll be in Iowa at Burlington on April 25th uh, later this month as well. They have races at Kokomo, Wayne County, uh, Tri-City, Eagle Raceway. I think that that's in Nebraska, yeah? I believe so, yes. Yeah, so that it'll be cool to go over there and see that. Um, they're racing in Cusets in August, the week after Knoxville Nationals, so uh, there won't be a post-Knoxville hangover, or at least I won't be allowed to have one. Yeah, you don't. You don't get to have one. <laughs> it's unfortunate. You're kind of stuck. 
then we'll just yeah you're, you're we'll feed stuck. Right, we'll feed right into football and i'm sure iowa state football media day is gonna somehow wind up on a day that the knoxville nationals are taking place there's a good chance I'll definitely have to, a good I'll have to request that early can i can i give you some date suggestions for media day <laughs> send yeah send that up to the uh the sid department there see what they say i wouldn't do it by email it's going to take some convincing so you're going to go to the front doorstep yeah, i'm just going to walk up to matt's office and perfect tell him what day it's going to be perfect I, I don't don't hate the idea all right what um as far as lakeside speedway goes it's closer to you did we go there last year you did i did not i did what's bad is i don't remember you were there it was either last year or the end of the year before and you went i think it was in october of the year before so like october of 21 maybe either october 21 or october 22 you were there because that was the night that you had the the drive through uh, where the guy just randomly came out of the woods and you guys were leaving and it was yes. packed. And yes, that was at the end of, uh, 21 then. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The Halloween track. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Now I remember this, uh, much better. Um, still hate that guy. Who the hell is dressed in a vampire costume? Like coming up, looking like a psycho at someone's window. Halloween, baby. It might've been a clown. I forget. I got hit in the head too many times. Um, I was pulling up stats from Lakeside, both to get me to remember that. Um, Brady Bacon won the uh, USAC non-wing race there last May. Uh, he'll be racing with the wing on um, on Tuesday night. And uh, James McFadden won there when the Outlaws raced there late last season. However, he is not one of the guys uh, going there to race that um also not going as jacob allen which is odd. isn't that kind of odd considering that shoehart is yeah um you, you know you don't want to assume anything so i he might have had something to take care of mm -hmm. prior stuff i i don't know why uh jacob's not going and maybe he wants maybe he wants to use his one of his four races on a different day right you know go to one of these shows that pays 20 grand to win that has 24 cars show up do do the outlaws go to lakeside at the end of the year again this year uh, I'm, i'll double check uh i don't I see why they wouldn't yeah I, I don't see why they wouldn't i just don't remember i don't remember seeing it on the schedule that's the only reason yeah, it's uh and I ask Saturday, Saturday October. You would 14th. think that some of these Saturday, October fourteenth, right. right. yeah, uh, Micro Light Harvest Rumble. I like ooh, I love that name. Harvest Rumble. That's a good name. Ah, it's a good I name. Never even thought of that. Let's I'd love the getting creative. That's good. Though. What were you That's gonna say? A good name. I like it. I, I think you know uh it, it's yeah i think a lot of this at the the beginning of the year especially for some of these tracks that are coming up here 
sooner rather than later for the outlaw guys, you're going to see them use up their, their four, um, their four open events here early on, you know, cause we, we go to a lot of these tracks that this high limit series is going to, they'll be going to, uh, here coming up shortly themselves, you know? So I think you're going to see a lot of that, um, especially towards the middle to the end of the year when they start going to some of those other, other events that are on, on this schedule. Um, I believe Wayne County is one of them. And obviously, um, you know, obviously Houston's being another one. Yeah. Um, that, that makes a lot of sense that guys would use it to get some more data at those tracks, uh, anything to help you later on in the world of outlaw season. Um, Donnie shots, uh, for sure could use some, have you seen the string of luck he's been on bad luck, man, bad luck and not good race cars. Yeah. Uh, wondered, you know, July is going to hit and they're going to flip gears somehow. We, you know, what's crazy and it sucks to say this, but we've been saying that for how, how long now the last couple of years and it outside of last year's nationals and, and really the year before. Yeah. But you can't win the national nationals on fluke. Like that engine has power. I, you're right. You can't, no. but he hasn't done a whole lot around the Knoxville nationals. Yeah. But that's like, I mean, I mean, Phil Mickelson at the masters, let's, let's compare it here. It's a prime example of it, but yeah. that's what I'm saying is we sit here and we talk about it of him trying to flip a switch to be back in championship competition. I mean, are we talking Knoxville or are we talking world of outlaws title? And I know they kind of go hand in hand, but at the same time they don't because you still got to run the other, however many races there are. And, and they just have not been good. And that sucks to say, cause I, I love Donnie, you know that. And it's, it's tough to sit here and watch him struggle as much as he has. It's been a really tough racing season for your favorite guys. Yeah, um, not not doing so hot. Tough day and a half for Damon. It's not been not been fun. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Uh, No, but the uh, good thing for Donnie, the World of Outlaws come to Knoxville next week. Uh, Let me get the day right. Uh, It's Friday, Saturday, doubleheader with a practice day Thursday. Um, Practice on April twentieth. There you go. It's a holiday. As is today. For you, it's National Sprint Car Day. It is National Sprint Car Day today. Happy, happy 410 to everyone who celebrates and wish you a very bad Monday if you don't celebrate it. So take that, lay model fans. Um, 21st and 22nd uh, for the Knoxville uh, World of Allies race weekend. Uh, I also believe that the weekend later in the schedule we'll have at Knoxville, we'll have a different sponsor. Um, this one is, uh, I believe, the Extreme showdown presented by mediacom i think extreme outlaw showdown or something like that it's not listed on the same it's not it's not the extreme outlaw midget series brand either it's the internet company in iowa i think in the mediacom yeah it's it's mediacom's thing but so, so many people getting on this extreme word yeah well it's just easier to spell out is it because they can spell it one less letter one less letter it looks cooler oh oh man um did you have anything else as far as high limit stuff goes and i'm amped to see how larson does in this series i think it's going to be really cool to see him compete in a tour full-time in a sprint car 
And I don't think it's going to drive him to retire from NASCAR in the next couple of years, but down yeah, the road, like this could accelerate that path. I think having as many uh, full-time guys as this high limits deal does, you know, we, we talked about it at the beginning, but I, just looking based on the schedule and looking at the full-time guys that are here, I would not be surprised for most of them to be staying power. And to be honest with you, there's other guys that are going to this race um, that are going to be most likely in a lot of them. I could foresee some guys adding this tour full-time as well. Um, you had to, you had to declare. They did have to declare already. Yeah. It was April 1st was the deadline. Okay. Well, uh, so that sucks, but that's why they got to 26 mm-hmm. in the first place was because you had to do that. And there was yeah. an option to just, yeah, I also think that, I also think you're going to see, you know, I think this, this high limits deal is going to start sh- bringing out um, a little more, uh, a little more robust towards it where track house is already sponsoring this. Right. So we're going to see, and you've got Larson and Bowman racing in it. The chances of Kyle Bush, chase Briscoe, you know, some other NASCAR type guys, uh, getting into, into these four tens would be pretty darn cool as well. You know, it's kind of opens up the, the NASCAR side of things. It's a big money race. And, you know, Hell, who knows? The right the right situation comes along, and could see Superman try to give a give it a go at one of these events. God, guy races one Bristol dirt race, and you guys want him in every freaking car in the world. Why wouldn't you? I I agree. I mean, he single handedly took over the late model world by storm last year, and it was fantastic to watch. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm completely with you. I so, just- I was checking Chase Briscoe's schedule to see if any of those were high limit races that he released, uh, but they were not. Yeah. I just, I think, you know, and, and who, hell who knows, I know Tony Stewart sold his second car stuff, but there's a good chance he could come back and run it. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, I'm sure they have inventory for stuff like that. It, mm-hmm. it would depend on, and depends on his NHRA schedule, but that's a, that's the thing with this tour is it's all midweek races. So it doesn't conflict with like anyone's schedule because that's usually been off day territory. And then for right. a couple weeks in the month, you're watching Indiana sprint week or yeah, Indiana sprint week, Indiana midget week, uh, Ohio sprint speed week. Um, and that kind of took up the summer. Now we got this, we got Castro flow racing night in America. Uh, and we got mm-hmm. the big money races that start stuff on, Tuesday sometimes in case of Eldora at the Kings Royal, uh, the whole week at the Knoxville Nationals, like there's racing every day, uh, which greatly contributed to the name of our website. (laughs) Shockingly enough. uh, So it's really cool. I'm excited. Um, It's tough to say like how big of a day this is going to be in the grand scheme of the history of the sport. but I'd be shocked if it ended up to be minuscule. No, it's changing of the tide, right? Like we said at the open, it's the first time that outlaws have ran outside of their outlaw schedule. Yeah. Yeah. First time they've been allowed to, and it's not the world of outlaws is, I mean, that's, that's your top series. That's your top brand. It's going to be the home of sprint car racing. That's, Mm -hmm. that's not changing. 
anytime soon anyway. No, not, not whatsoever. And that isn't Brad Sweet or Kyle Larson's plans, as they've stated. At least Sweet did. Right. Um, if Kyle thinks he's going to do it, welcome to let – I just don't want to put words in someone's mouth like that. But I don't think Brad's he has plans. said it. I don't, I don't assume he has. Don't assume he's thinking that. But this tour is meant to be a midweek thing to have teams – race for some extra money and you know being a true outlaw now is more incentivized instead of attaching yourself to a series but i did uh, i i do think that you're gonna see you know i do think you're gonna see these outlaw guys really want to open this up a little bit more too like you know let us run if you want to run the full full tour obviously it's going to be a pain to add another what 12 races onto it or whatever it is you know but they're already traveling the country so you know if they they want to do it let them do it but i i do foresee them opening up a few more not just having four races maybe next year it's eight yeah who knows what it will turn into um the so if you're new to this if you're just hearing about it um as simply as I can put it, the World of Outlaws raised their prize money. But if you miss, if you go to four non-World of Outlaws events or non-exempt events, I think I'm wording that right. But if you race at more than four, you don't get the new prize money. You get the old last year prize money that wasn't jacked up like it was this year. I think the winner got 150 grand more or 100 grand more to win the title this season than they would have last. Uh, and you can you can run an eight total if you want to, and still race for points and prize money. Uh, but it's the old prize money. Mm -hmm. So that's the thinking from the world of allies uh, and from Brian Carter, their CEO, is that to see a world of allies driver, you're seeing one of the best sprint car drivers in the country, and you need to go to a world of allies show to see that. That's that's his thinking. That's the argument that he puts out about it. Um, and I know there's been a lot of, I don't want to say turmoil, but I'm sure they, there was a ton of talks in the off season about how much he was going to let him run and stuff. So he bent his knee a little bit here. I don't know if he gave him an inch and they're going to take a mile or what's going to happen. Uh, it could get crazy, could get wild west, but it's not. Like it. So far we just got one kick-ass entry list. That's that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. I mean, like I said too, at the beginning, you know, we want more, everybody's always wanting more. And I think the more that you promote your outlaw guys, the more people are going to tune in and watch. Yeah. And yeah if they're going to be, if they're going to be out running these events, the more that you can promote them running at some of these events, the more people are going to continue to attach and watch, you know, if the world, if a world of outlaws driver wins Tuesday night, I, I would be posting 17 times more than I would on a normal night. Right. We just went into their house and kicked their ass and, and for, you know, you know, I'm, I'm not just a Kyle Larson fan on Sundays. Like if he's in a race car, I'm going to watch it. And that's how I was when he was coming up. Even when he was in his chip Ganassi days, if he's in a race car, I'm going to sit and watch it. And I think the more that people do that, you know, the more that people that are fans that tie themselves to, to a driver, you know, they're going to want to watch their driver 
And if their driver's running on a Tuesday night, they're going to tune in. And if their driver's running on Friday night, they're going to tune in. You know, that's that's just the nature of this, how this goes. Yeah, I mean, you look at what happened when Kyle did the uh, first Kyle Larson late model challenge, and it was, you know, somewhat of a normal field. It had, the event had the promise. Sorry, I got crap in my eye that I'm trying to blink out, and it's, I don't think it's an eyelash anymore. We're good. Um but when he did that the first time, they set the record for most watched single day event. And part of that was because his goal for that event is to turn it into something reminiscent of the prelude to the dream that they used to run at Eldora. So everything kind of came together and people tuned in because they wanted to see what this is about. And this year, the race delivered again. Um, I'm not sure if it, what the streaming numbers were, they don't usually release those or anything like that they released it last year because it set that record uh but now i mean kyle larson's fan base just grows every day because the the stuff he's doing in promoting racing and hopping around everywhere and people love it and that's really cool to see that's like the trailblazing stuff that you talk about and i'll leave it at that i was going to put it's good that's well said you got anything else? No, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see it. Like you said, we just have an entry list. Now it's time to race. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. We'll be back uh, midweek. I think Wednesday night. Um, let you know, we might have a, might have a cool interview coming up. I'm not sure. We'll see on that. Appreciate you guys. Damon, I'm going to go hunker down for the WNBA draft. Enjoy it. Yeah. It's, going to be something can hopefully hopefully you get to to write a couple of top 10 stories yeah well that's the thing do i put them into two do i make one i, I gotta go build the shells and everything i still have i'll leave that you yeah <laughs> all right thanks thanks again. i'll leave you to decide that appreciate you guys listening see you guys uh middle of the week and i uh, hope you enjoy this high limit race